From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And as always, I am Jerry Brooks, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, host and your tour guide through the increasingly wacky world of Joe Biden's America, and boy, it's even hard for me to stay up, (laughs) stay up to speed. Uh, I mean, but... I'm trying to continually prove that black conservative is not an oxymoron. Well, what a way to start a week to be sure. Yes, of course, the big news coming out of the DC swamp is uh, is the blockbuster testimony of former uh, Hunter Biden business associate and Biden insider uh, Devin Archer, and today was the day he got to go before the House Oversight Committee, but before he even got there, over the weekend, oh my lord, holy crap, folks, this is crazy. Now, over the weekend, the deal, the Department of Injustice uh, tried to pull a fast one and trying to get the DOJ to have the court send Devin Archer to prison before his congressional testimony. I'm going, what? I'm, folks, love it or not. I mean, it, whether you know it or not. But when you're dealing with the DOJ, which is a part of the executive branch trying to uh, undercut congressional testimony and congressional witness tampering, which is a function of the legislative branch. Have any of you dingbats heard of a thing called the separation of powers? Hmm? Well, apparently not. So, fortunately, uh, the... uh, the motion that went before a judge uh, kind of fell flat on its face. Thank God for that. So, it was... And of course, when it blew up in their face, they denied that it was obstruction. I'm like, mm-hmm. I was born at night, not last night, people. Seriously? I mean, you even have uh, Speaker McCarthy announcing on Sunday that anyone who tries to obstruct congressional oversight will be held accountable. Now, I don't know one way or the other, but uh, still, that has just bad optics all across the board. All across the board, folks. So, yep. So now it's like, okay, well, we're not going to push it. So already now, we have, oh, excuse me, the testimony of Devin Archer, either in the box or already or just about there. But don't think for one minute 
don't think for one minute that this is just going to be, oops, my bad. No. Uh-uh. Nuh-uh. Well, apparently, from the Gateway Pundit, House, the House Judiciary Committee is calling back its members on, uh, on an emergency return to Washington. So, here we have the headline. House Judiciary Committee members call on lawmakers to return to Washington, demand immediately, immediate emergency hearings on the DOJ's interference with congressional oversight, and I believe the man that was starting that happened to be Matt Gates. Uh, I, I'm kind of wondering if I maybe should should move to his district out there in the Panhandle, but the man gets stuff done, and he's calling them out. He is absolutely calling. I mean, they're all calling him out. But oh my 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 my. What was the Department of Injustice thinking trying to pull this? I mean, the weekend before he supposed, Devin Archer is supposed to go before the House Oversight Committee, and now they're trying to tell him, he's like trying to tell the judge, oh no, we want to, we want to have a, you know, we can schedule the date when he needs to report to prison because uh, it's interesting to see because. Devin Archer is a man between a rock and a hard place. Now, he had exhausted all of his appeals because he was found guilty in a $60 million, a $60 million securities fraud case. Now, he goes before the House Oversight Committee, but hold on. Here comes the DOJ. Oh, no. We want him in, we want him in prison. We want him in prison. I said, mm-mm. Sorry, you can't do that. I mean, if you're going, you can't stop congressional oversight. Doesn't matter. It absolutely does not matter. Oh my gosh. Ugh. This is insane, people. But yet, here we go. Because, once again, the arrogance and the ignorance of the Department of Injustice is absolutely you you just can't you you can't fathom it you can't measure it i mean this is serious serious twisted behavior so i don't know i do not know folks but i'll tell you what thank goodness this whole thing got settled real fast and so now according to uh Devin Archer's testimony, which tomorrow I will definitely get into a little bit more because I want to have a chance to read a lot of this stuff, even though it was not, it was a closed door session, but I'm willing to bet, you know, maybe a few Republicans might have gotten a little bit, uh, well, chatty, if you will. <laughs> so I'm just thinking to myself, holy cow, folks. This is going to be a stone-cold trip. But the fact that right now we've got, I mean, it's the first day of the week. Congress is now in its August recess, which is really stupid and is not going to get them a whole lot of brownie points, especially for those who, well, 
call themselves America first, but people who voted for the debt ceiling deal. Oh, they're, that's not going to be fun. That is so not going to be fun when they go back to their districts because they're going to have some things to explain. I mean, serious, serious explaining to do, Lucy. So I don't know. I just do not know. I mean, this is like the wrong time. I mean, seriously, the wrong time to take an August recess. They're not going to be back for six weeks. They have a lot of stuff to do, especially when it comes to appropriations and spending. We still, I mean, only one of the 12 bills that usually gets regular order has been passed. The other 11 are nowhere to be seen. Nowhere. So what really a lot of people are talking about, and I have really no reason to disagree with them, is that you're going to get this whole mess with spending and all the bills and the budget. The, sen they, the, the House isn't going to get its act together. The Senate never has had its act together. So all you're going to end up doing is coming up with some really wackadoodle uh, CR, a continuing resolution, that will kick the can down the road till around the holidays, and then, guess what? Another omnibus bill. Yay! Another pain in the ass omnibus bill, which is severely obscene. And it's not going to help the Republicans that they didn't uh, fulfill their promise of regular order. Whew. My goodness. This is not going, this is not helping. It's totally not helping. But yet, here we are. We're going to be, uh, when Congress gets back in the session, which will be almost mid-September, they're not going to have the time. They're not going to put in the work. They're just not. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, we're going to have more of a mess. Oh, we have to focus on the investigations. We've got to get more money to the Ukraine and all the other BS that got us into the position we're in in the first place. Ugh, next. I mean, it really just disgusts me. It really does. But, of course, now, on the Trump front, Recent polling, I believe it came out over the weekend or today, President Trump has a 37-point lead on everybody. I mean, he's 37 points ahead of his closest competitor, which in many cases is not, I repeat, is not Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. You've got people who've been coming up the ranks and the real surprise, at least to me, is Vivek Ramaswamy. Wow. I mean, he's actually ahead of DeSantis in, I believe, places like Ohio right now for second spot. So I'm thinking, hmm. I mean, I'd certainly love to interview him. But if he's on the move, if he's got some sort of momentum going... It's not going to take out Trump, but it is going to take out an awful lot of the competition. So, hey, there we go. But, of course, we mustn't forget 
Jack Squat, uh, Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, because already he has gone pretty much cocoa for cuckoo puffs with his uh, prosecution. Now, of course, you have the Mar-a-Lago employee, Mr. De Oliveira, charged in the classified documents case. Now, he's had to make his first appearance in court, but in the tradition of a sick, twisted SOB like Jack Squat, he's going to do whatever he can to use a Trump employee who's not powerful, not rich, but it's essentially a uh, tactic to get someone like that who has no money to fight a federal prosecution to turn, uh, just basically to turn on him. Uh, turn on Trump, that is. So I'm just going, okay. You know, this is another reason why these people are truly sick SOBs. And they are. And I'm not going to hold back because we don't have the time for this. We don't have the time for foolishness or, well, we need to be nicer. Grow up. It's wartime. And apparently, uh, Jack Squat is turning the heat up. Now, over the weekend, just to give you a reminder of how really sick and twisted this guy is, uh, during the week on Mark Levin's weekend show, Life, Liberty, and Levin, former Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell uh, gave his insights because when Jack Squat went after uh, Governor McDonnell, you know, he got his conviction. He thought he got his man. But a problem was the United States Supreme Court didn't think so. Because in a unanimous decision, they overturned McDonald's conviction nine to nothing. It is incredibly rare to get a unanimous 9 nothing vote on really any case out of the Supreme Court. It's not like the typical 5-4, maybe 6-3. No, it was 9 to nothing. And I love it because now here's uh, former Governor McDonald. He's sitting down talking with Mark Levin about uh, about Jack Smith. So now, McDonald, and I'm looking at the story here in uh, Just the News, but yeah, this guy, oh my goodness, I mean, just reading a little bit of the excerpt from his interview uh, last night with Mark Levin, but Governor McDonald called Smith um, an overzealous prosecutor. Yeah, think. Holy cow. Considering more's coming, he is looking for every single solitary uh, loophole he can to try to put Trump in prison. And I'm praying that his foolish, that Jack Squat's foolishness will come back and bite him right in his arse.
because the documents case they they can't they really can't afford to have that case go before a court because one it's not in dc and two it's already protected by the presidential records act i mean why are you trying to use the espionage act on a documents case and try to make him you know to feed the derangement of minds out there democrats uh, and other various weasels and woke people because all it, it's just and of course the mainstream lamestream media is just gonna absolutely just eat it up and broadcast it to whoever whoever will eat that bilge so anyway so we're going back to here's a uh, governor mcdonald's uh interview with mark levin now he after calling him an overzealous prosecutor uh, mcdonald continued i think he doesn't do an honest look at the law to see if the facts apply to the law he would rather win than get it right and i think that i think maybe that's some of the influence we're now seeing uh, some of the decisions he's making in the current case that being against uh, president trump i mean come on it, people like that have this really ugly tent like jack squat when you're overzealous and you are it's win at any cost i mean machiavelli would be proud of this clown because he will do whatever he has to do even if it's an overzealous prosecution even if there's rampant prosecutorial misconduct he's going to do what it takes to get the job done and this case with oh my gosh it's a trap because now he wants to bring trump into the january 6th case somehow as he led the insurrection no but the problem is t show me an honest judge in the dc circuit who doesn't have some sort of gripe against trump if you can find a fair judge and a fair trial in the dc courts i'm the bloody queen of england god rest her majesty's soul but this it's a trap because if there's no change of venue out of dc for this case they're gonna some judge doesn't have to be a bunch just one who's going to rubber stamp and sign off on this it's like we're gonna put you in jail and it's going to be interesting to watch what happens next because this is not for the sake of the law this is for the sake of the media narrative especially the psychiatric patients over at MSLSD who want, they they want to put this out there and the low information voters and the, just the full-blown sheep will eat it up they'll just eat it up but the truth the real truth not the truth of the media because that is not what they're interested in yeah i mean that they're interested in that because they will just jump right along cnn mslsd probably some even on fox because they want 
to have the picture of Donald Trump in a jumpsuit. They want it. They want it more than breathing. They want it more than life itself. Because with that picture, they are going to absolutely just play it everywhere for days. You know, they will. So I figure, eh, you know, let's not, I, I'm, I'm just simply going to have to pray that somehow this foolishness gets exposed for what it is because Jack Squat and his crew are not the least bit interested in truth. They want Trump. They want him bad. And given where he is in the polls now, I mean, the Republican primary is for all intents and purposes. It's over. It's just over. Now they want to go, you know, to the nominating conventions and all of this. I'm like, ah, no, sorry. You know, and even especially with independence, yay independence, because in the uh, election polling for the general election, Trump has a lead of some 18 or 19 points with independence. People know, and even a fair amount of Democrats, which is a mind blower to me, but people understand what this clown is up to. They are smarter than, than most of these arrogant yahoos think. They are. We see it. We know it's up. And every time, and now Trump has, has told people earlier today uh, via uh, True Social, <clears throat> excuse me, that he's expecting more indictments to come uh, in the next uh, day or so. So, yep, we're back on indictment watch, everybody. We are definitely waiting to see who, I mean, is it, is it going to be Jack Squat with even more charges? I'm like, oh my gosh. This is, this is nothing short of, <laughs> if it wasn't so doggone serious and life-changing for the nation as a whole, I could actually get a really good chuckle out of this because he is going just bonkers. I could, I wanted to say something else, but I figured, mm, let's not get too spicy on a Monday, shall we? But, yeah, he wants it, he wants it bad. He wants Donald Trump in jail more than he wants oxygen. And that makes him a dangerous man for a whole round of different reasons. So yeah, there's going to be a lot going on to be sure. I mean, is the folks are the folks in Georgia that Fannie Willis is getting ready to uh, throw in her indictments into the mix or Jack Squat's got a few more because Alvin Bragg and his case pfft, CEO wouldn't want to be a that thing is so DOA. I don't even oh, I don't even want to talk about it. But we see what we see, and Trump knows this. He tr he knows that the media is going to lie. You know that all he has all of these indictments and all these legal fees. It's like uh, ding dongs. Trump has the money, even if he had to pull out 
of his own pocket and those pockets are pretty dang deep he has the money to deal with the lawyers and he's gonna fight he's got a pretty darn good legal team he's going to continue to do what he did like he did last weekend uh, doing the Iowa Lincoln Day dinner uh, in Des Moines and which was which was pretty cool because it it was so funny I'm watching this and I'm watching these other candidates and many of them getting polite applause you know and you know yay and and uh, until DeSantis showed up said something he shouldn't and they booed him off the stage and speaking of my governor oh Lord Jesus this was he was supposed to have made this big huge uh, economic speech in New Hampshire and I'm just kind of going that's it really uh, I mean he's reading the speech I noticed that I mean I I took speech uh, in high school it's like no if you've got to rely if you have to actually read the speech instead of working without a speech without notes if this is something that's so very much ingrained in you you should be able to do it without a speech without teleprompters without cue cards without whatever you think you might need so I don't know I'm just going okay fine whatever I mean he's going to be pretty much uh, his campaign is going to be DOA I think sometime, you know, in, De in not December, September, maybe not that far uh, outside of Labor Day, because right now Labor Day is when a lot of the preparations for a lot of things have already started, like for the Iowa caucuses uh, and everything else. Oh my goodness! And then of course Saturday, last Saturday night. President Trump in Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, nice indoor venue because it was really hot out there. So here he is doing what Trump does best. He's right there with a big audience, loving life, and pretty much lambasting pretty much everybody. But the people are loving it. They're absolutely loving it. And every time these nonsensical things happen with the, uh, with all of these indictments, I'm like, okay, let's see how much of a bump he gets from this one and how much he gets as far as fundraising. Because the Biden people aren't really campaigning. It's a lot, it's a coalition of outside groups you know getting their marching orders from the white house and i think they have some two billion dollars that they're going to spend to trash trump but the problem is you you can have a whole lot of dollars and not one lick of cents <laughs> you just can't have that and to make that assumption oh my gosh no, 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 no. Uh, I don't think so, sports fans. I really don't think so. 
Um, I'm trying to find something here I want to end today's show on. Uh, I believe it's from... Yes, here we go. From the Hill newspaper. And I'm willing to bet that Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA have a huge um, part in this. But it's beautiful, baby. Uh, the Hill newspaper today, the headline, High School Boys Are Trending Conservative. I'm like, what? Wait, wait a minute. What's going on? Now, for those of you who say, oh, that can't be possible. This is data-driven. It's not opinion-driven. Not me, not Turning Point USA, nobody. But it just blows my mind, and it gives me hope. It does give me hope that maybe this generation of Gen Zers uh, are maybe starting to get it and oh my goodness let's see hang on a sec here uh okay well looking at a little bit of the story from from the hill newspaper um and this is uh 12th grade boys are trending more conservative now 12th grade girls yeah they're gone liberal you know they they are more liberal than anything and you know okay I, I'm not going to attribute that to gender I'm just attributing that somehow probably to a lack of intelligence or being programmed I mean but the boys though that's the one that blows my mind Boys, high school boys, trending conservative. And yet, here we have, right now, in our country, with our military, we have a recruiting crisis. We have a big-time recruiting crisis. And yet, I'm going, wow, the guys are going more conservative, and they're trending upward. You know, so I don't know if it truly has to do with a lot of the educational things that uh, Turning Point USA does, but if it if there is, big salute to Charlie Kirk and his crew, because even though the girls are kind of like, eh, you know, it's okay, you know, but maybe the girls will figure it out. But at least the boys, twelfth grade boys, you know, they're going to be the ones who are going to go in the high school. Uh, into college there some of them may want to join the military but I would strongly suggest you don't because a lot of military families have been telling their kids don't you dare enlist especially when you've got such Marxist ideology woke ideology that's spreading around the military and even though Silly Millie is not going to uh, be the chair of the Joint Chiefs for too much longer, but Senator Tommy Tuber Tuberville of Alabama, he's like, nope, I'm going to block this, I'm going to block this, I'm going to block all this. And even though the GOP leaders in the Senate have tried to kind of twist his arm or whatever, it's like, mm-mm, 
So I'm thinking, well, thank you, Senator slash Coach Tuberville, because this is the type of thing uh, that's very reflective of Alabama, the state of Alabama, my neighbors to the West. So yeah, I love this. I absolutely love this. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably try to delve into this a little bit more, maybe tomorrow, but at least I wanted to put it out there for everybody. And I love it. I love that. So I like to, because really Gen Z annoys the crap out of me, to be perfectly honest. Most of them, I want to look at them and slap them upside the head because obviously mama and daddy did not teach you manners. And you are not the center of the universe. And other various things that just make me want to just that. But, well, I don't know. Let's continue on with this maybe tomorrow. So for now, my friends, we've got a lot going on. That is for sure. Um, you can always... Uh, Unfortunately, you know, I just got to take this last little bit to tell you that starting tomorrow because of Bidenflation, uh, some of the items uh, in our online store, I do have to raise the price on just to be able to compete. And I hate that because there are so many millions of people in this country right now who are really struggling to keep food on the table. Uh, gas in their cars, trying to keep their jobs, pay for you know, utilities because this has been one nasty summer, uh, and housing and everything. Oh my! And I hate that, but I got to do what I got to do to help, you know, keep the support going and help to grow the show. Uh, we also have our donation page. Uh, it's right there on inblackandright.net, upper right corner. You can certainly uh, donate to us to help keep our show going and show growing. We're now at 38 states. 38 states and one Canadian province, but we still are have reached 11 foreign countries. And that's the part that really blows my mind. I'm grateful because the number one nation out of the United States that has listened to the program is Germany. So for the folks in Deutschland, I can all I can simply say is vielen Dank. And I appreciate your efforts. So also, if you want to uh, tell your friends or you can finally subscribe and follow us, uh, for the audio podcast, we're on all podcasting platforms, big, small, and in between. Just simply find us in black and white, follow, and subscribe. Tell your friends. And, hey, we're going to have ourselves a very, very fun rest of 2023 because 2024, I'm going to have to get a brand new pair of running shoes because it's going to be all kinds of crazy. <laughs> that is for sure. But my friends, hey, take care of yourself. Have yourself a great rest of your Monday. We will be back tomorrow uh, with even more news uh, about the show. Uh, and I'll be happy to uh, share all of that. But God bless everyone. Take care of yourself. And remember that patriots still come 
in all colors.